All right, people. First time, long time. Post Eagles lost 17 to 11 to the San Francisco 49ers. Eagles fall to 1 and 1 on the year to the 2 and 0 49ers in a game that, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Full disclosure, uh, I did not see the second half. I was at a memorial service. But judging by the way it looks on social media and the stats, might have been a little bit more entertaining than watching the second half of this Eagles game. Uh, so help you help me figure out what the hell happened and what is going to happen with this Philadelphia Eagles team on the way out. First half up until the last drive, essentially, when they're up 3 nothing. Good God, this Eagles defense and D-line is dominating. Now, uh, apparently, we're hearing word that Brandon Graham, out for a year with the Achilles injury, not good, not good at all. In fact, it's fucking brutal. If this team wants to succeed and fight for a pay- playoffs position full year, their offensive and defensive lines are going to need to stay healthy. And there were a lot of ifs going into the season. I mean, if Jalen Hurts played at a Pro Bowl level and if the O-line and D-line stay healthy and if Miles Sanders blows his own dick off to the tune of 100 yards a game. I mean, there's a lot of ifs. If Devontae Smith was actually a Heisman winner and if Jalen Reger can stay in bounds on a Jalen Hurts bomb and, and actually contribute past being just a screen ride receiver, I, they, they might have a chance. But as you saw, Brandon Brooks went out with a chest injury today. Offensive line, not good. Brandon Graham, out for the year, not good. Overall, I mean, this team has fight. We see that, and that's awesome. Sirianni has heart, and I love that, as does everybody. But a lot of of shit that wasn't good. Uh, Specifically, looking at the stat sheet, Greg Ward 0 for 1. Uh, passing because after a 91-yard Quez Watkins uh, butterthon from the Eagles, what, two-yard line, the Eagles can't get in. And on the fourth down, which I don't hate going for it, fourth down that early, uh, especially the way your defense is playing, you, you try to run like some half-dicked Philly special. <sighs> I mean, get, you, you got to put it in Jalen Hurts' hands. You got to put it in Miles Sanders' hands. Give him an option. Not just a triple reverse to a college wide receiver and and having only <laughs> Jalen Hurts as your only option. Come on, Nick. And apparently the second half, the play calling wasn't there either, especially in the red zone. So we'll go through it. Eagles, obviously not, good, not, not done. They didn't cover. Took a big step from last week after playing the disabled Atlanta Falcons. And we're going to have to pick it up. Where do we go from here? Mars? Mars, your first stop. First time, long time. How we doing, Mars? And as we get people in, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get the therapy session in today. We'll get it all out, knee-jerk reactions. And uh, this week, Roan will be back uh, if he doesn't hop on here. And uh, well, we'll sit down, and then cooler heads will prevail. But Mars, first time, long time. Can you hear me? Hot start. Justin. <laughs> Justin Smith. First time, long time. What's good, my friend? Hotter start. Jake, first time, long time. I mean, if we don't have calls, if this is just a shit show, Jake, first time, long time. You're muted, Jake. You're good. You can talk. You can be one of us. What's up, Smitty? All right, Jake. 
How are you doing? doing? Also, congrats on uh, becoming officially part of Barstool, the podcast and everything. Big news. Um, on the hand with the Eagles, uh, I think we played pretty well the first half. Just couldn't convert inside the red zone, obviously. Um, I think Hertz looked great when it came to his legs and throwing the long ball in the first half. You know, the whole stepping out of bounds was a big, like, hit to us. But, I don't know, it just seemed like in the second half, everything kind of just went to uh, went to shit once Brandon Graham went out. I mean, there wasn't as much pressure on the end. And it just seemed like it was a big, a big loss for the team and now probably for the whole year, which really sucks. I don't know what they're going to do about it. And also... Brandon Brooks got hurt during the game, too. I don't know what his status was going to be, but I also think that was a huge loss for the team. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I think they'll definitely bounce back. Uh, I didn't love the play call of Sirianni of going for it on fourth and calling the pulling Doug Peterson out of his ass. I, I hated well, that. No, no shit. And I tweeted, hey, Nick, never go full Doug Peterson. Go yeah. half Doug. Like going for it is is an, an issue. That's fine, especially with the way your defense is playing. You want to pin them back at the three yard line. Fine, awesome. But what the shit, man? But put yeah. it in Jalen Hurts' hand hands and have him have multiple options to go to. If not, tuck it and run. You don't exactly. do a triple reverse with Greg Ward. You just don't. And it's a learning experience with with Nick Sirianni. He'll get there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, Jake. Uh, yeah, we mentioned Brandon Brooks and uh, Brandon Graham going out. Not good for the long-term sustainability of this squad. Uh, Jake mentioned, you know, the Jalen Hurts looked good throwing the deep ball. Did he? Did he really? Yeah, he had a couple bombs. But he also had a couple underthrows, which I think they got very, very lucky uh, that w- weren't just, like, picked off. He threw, like, kind of a duck to Devontae Smith in the end zone or, like, almost in the end zone into double coverage that was just wildly underthrown. There was another one that, that, that was underthrown and like very easily could have been picked off. Yeah. He threw a couple of nice ones, but he also threw a couple really not good ones in my opinion. And Dallas is up seven, nothing and on the chargers. That's always cute to see. Uh, let's go to the Capitan. Uh, Capitan. What's good. El Capitan. Smitty. First time, long time here. Um, I don't know, man. I I mean, what do we expect? Honestly, I mean, this kind of looked like a rebuilding team. Um, you know, I, I, there was some good and some bad. I think, you know, may, were we a little bit overhyped after game one? You know, what we did to the Falcons, maybe. You know, maybe we came back down to earth a little bit today. But uh, Hertz took care of the ball. Um, you know, my parting shot here is, you know, we – we had some fight at the end. I think that saved the whole game for me. We didn't roll over and lay down when we probably could have when uh, when they scored that that uh, second touchdown and then kicked the field goal and we were down, you know, by a lot. You know, we kind of we came back and we fought. So that's all. Build off of this, you know, Nick Sirianni. Hopefully, he'll learn from some of those bonehead play calls. But you know, it's it is what it is, and, and that's kind of. That's kind of my thought process going on. So I'll, I'll hang up and listen to the rest of everybody. You nailed it with uh, with them coming out to play. They have heart, and that shows character with, with Nick Sirianni. And you even saw that with Doug. Like the players, for the most part, up until the end, they, they came out and they loved Doug and they wanted to play. It seems like that's the same sort of thing with Nick. And that's not easy to do. You want them to come out and have heart for the full uh, 60 minutes. 
And we saw that, but I mean, you're not going to get much if Rams out for the year, and and Brandon Brooks is is beat up, and 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 you know, it, it's. It, 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 I hate to say we are who they thought they were from before the Atlanta Falcons game, but coming into the season, like this is kind of what they were more more on track of being than what we saw last week, unfortunately. And I, I hope they can come back. I mean, we, we, I think what we're going to see is they're going to beat the shit out of teams like the Lions and, and the Falcons and the Giants, but against better talent, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. And you saw today they kind of got worn down a little bit. But, I mean, we're going to have to figure some things out. They had a chance to steal one. They had a chance to steal one. The 49ers didn't execute at all. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was overthrowing receivers left and right. Shanahan didn't exactly have a great game plan. I mean, they just – they George Kittle, three, four catches. I mean, that guy – should have had eight catches for 200 yards today. I mean, there's no excuse for the game plan to just, like, go away from from him. And Debo had a game a little bit. But, I mean, just giving the ball to Elijah Mitchell and telling him to boogie, like, come on, Shanahan. He almost gave the game away. Frankie. Frankie, first time, long time. Yo, what's going on, dude? What's good? Yeah, man. Um, look, hopefully the birds take this as a learning lesson because that game was definitely winnable. Um, good thing it's only week two. Um, there's a lot to learn from um, on all phases. Special teams, I mean, or Zippos, the punter, pretty good, you know. Um, Got to take advantage <laughs> of that. I know it's always, a always, always good in a 17 to 11 loss that you can hang your head on the. On, on no, nah, but I mean, it really did. Like, <laughs> it's just pretty good. No, nah, it's. Yeah, I mean, you got to take advantage when you have opportunities. And, uh, you know, they didn't do that, but it's a learning lesson. It's a young football team. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think this will be a good thing for them long term. I think I think a lot of people, obviously, because Jalen Hurts, you know, being the quarterback, everyone wants to be like, oh, what, how'd he do? Um, people are going to overanalyze and shit like that. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I thought he did all right, but you just got to execute when you got, you know, opportunities and defense late in the game you know barnett that penalty was fucking killer yeah um can't do that um but yeah uh we'll we'll, we'll see what happens uh, and thank you frankie the bull we'll see what happens now next week it's cowboys uh in dallas monday night 815 we got a nice little barstool uh promo coming out that uh that we'll uh, announce this week but uh we got the cowboys we got the Chiefs, and we got the Panthers, and then we got the, t- the Buccaneers. I mean, the Cowboys right now are 7-3 in, in, in L.A. They find ways to lose. They just find ways to lose. I mean, that's just Dallas to a T. But they're going to move the ball. They're going to at least come out fighting. If they don't win next week, I mean, Chiefs at home. The Panthers, who look pretty damn good today, you go into Carolina, then at home against the Bucks, and then we go to Las Vegas where the Raiders just pounced on the fucking Steelers today in in, in Pittsburgh. I mean, one, two, three, four, five. This team, three and three is the best case scenario for this team. 
after today? Because it can very easily, easily be one and six, if not be happy to be two and four. This is a bloodbath, people. An absolute bloodbath. And that's if they're healthy. Back. I mean, Dick Dickerson, like, yeah, we like coming in. He didn't play specifically well today. Patty. Patty John, what's good? Okay. What's um, it takes a big man to admit when they were wrong. I am that big man. Um, I was way off uh, on my prediction. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he's he's not consistent. He's no. just he's he's not. No. Uh, that game changed on a really Jalen Rager stepping out of bounds. You, that's just an inexcusable mistake that. So second year now, you can't make that mistake. Well, you think about it between that play and the not scoring on Quez Watkins like ninety one. Yes. First of all, Quez Quez kind of, it, it, you know, from a D three backup tight end telling Quez Watkins he probably should have scored on that. He probably should have fucking scored on that. I mean, being an athlete, cut back. I mean, you're the fastest guy on earth. Like, get in the end zone. Yeah. But them not scoring on that ninety one yard touchdown drive, um, or non touchdown drive. That's 14 points right there. They could have been up 17 nothing. They could have put this game away the way the defense was playing, like, relatively early. So, I'm not going to put the blame on, on Hertz being inconsistent because we knew kind of coming in that, that he is going to struggle. He's going to have those those bad throws. He's going to make poor decisions. And, and I don't think he really did that much today. I thought he played, like, a, a half-decent game again. Like, he took it as it came and, and – and did everything like he possibly could have done to win, uh, but uh, going forward, like I, I just, I just don't know. I might need to be talked out down from a, a little ledge here, talked down from the Walt Whitman, Luke, Luke, first time, long time. As we wait for Luke, Hurts, twelve for twenty-three, a buck ninety yards, uh, eighty quarterback rating. I mean, not not the greatest passing yards, but you, you have to know the full package when it comes to Joe Hurts. 10 carries, 82 yards. You don't see that out of many QBs. Uh, he can hurt you in a number of different ways. I and mean, that, that's two straight games of, of exceptional running out of him. And, uh, like, if they're going to win, like he's going to need to throw 200 on the air, no interceptions again, and be able to run for 50-plus. That's just the way they're built right now. All right, Luke is struggling a little bit. Let's go to Connor. What's good, Connor? First time, long time. Connor, are you there? Connor? Oh, Connor, gone. Luke, if you can hear me, speak up, good sir. All right, Luke, out of there. We're going Doc Don. Doc Don, first time, long time. Can you hear me? I got you, Doc. All right. Um, I've had a few, but I got a quick question. Um, Miles Sanders, thoughts? You know, he needs to be the playmaker that he's supposed to be built out to be this year, and he hasn't been. Uh, last year, he took a – didn't he lead the NFL in yards per carry? It was, like, up there, and he just didn't get the ball. Uh, this year, he needs to take some of the explosiveness that he had last year and, and fucking run with it. I mean, he had 13 carries for 55 yards a day, averaging 4.2. Not, not awful. But obviously not great. Uh, one catch for four yards on two targets. 
He's, he's not the playmaker that he needs to be for this team to win. I think he's fine. I think he's an okay number one back, especially with Gainwell uh, getting all the playing time behind him. But I, he obviously needs to step the shit up. I mean, I, I, I just don't like you say he needs to step up, but like he needs the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? He's 13 carries, two targets. I mean, how can you say like to step it up and at the same time he's getting limited with his opportunity? Yeah, yeah I mean, the game flow has a lot to do with it. I mean, they, Miles Sanders isn't going to be, you know, the 20, 25 down or to carry every down back that. But why not? That's just not the way this offense is designed. I mean, if you want Jalen Hurts, like, out on the edge, like, having options. I mean, I mean the offense the looks really good today, so I don't understand why you're saying that. Like, I mean, this is Jalen not the greatest show on turf. If that's the case, Jalen Hurts isn't running the ball 10 times for 82 yards. Uh, Gainwell isn't getting any sort of action at all. Like, I, I, I'll I, be honest. Like, I wouldn't mind if Miles Sanders is at every down back in 2025 carries. But, but I can see – that not happening right now and be okay with it until they really figure their stuff out. He needs to take advantage of the 13 carries he does get. Like last year when he gets a carry and boogies it for 80 yards. Like, he can do it. He just hasn't done it yet. And maybe that will translate to more carries. But right now, like, you know, 4.2 average, okay, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the production. I'm fine with the carries that he's getting. Could he get a couple more? Okay, that's fine. But I mean, he. I wouldn't say he necessarily deserves 25 and have them win. But, but like, that's what we're talking about. They didn't win, and he didn't get the ball enough times. So, like, I don't understand. Like, he didn't he, – they didn't. They won last week. They blew him out. He didn't get 25 carries. That was Atlanta. I'm a Panthers fan. That's Atlanta. That's a different story. <laughs> oh, so you have Miles Sanders on fantasy. For Absolutely. Yeah, no okay. bias here, though. No bias. <laughs> that's – that's it. I mean, he's just not an every down back right now in this system. And, you know, it is what it is with Nick Sirianni. My apologies for you drafting him probably <laughs> way too high. No, no, no. No, it's daily fantasy. It's all good. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right. Appreciate it, Don. I, yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders, he, he wants to be a playmaker. He wants to be the all-pro running back that, that he thinks he can be. I mean, put Booby in. Let him spin if you want to win. I need to see more Booby and less Miles. Let's try Connor again. Connor, first time, long time. Hey, Smitty. Apologize for the uh, the issues earlier. But no, I'm, no I'm a little bit more positive on the game today. I think, you know, with uh, 49ers are a good team, and I think that we, we showed some good things to be optimistic about. Uh, obviously, some bad penalties and some – Bad play calling costs us in, in different situations, but I think that there's a lot to be positive about with some of the different, like Rager looked pretty good making some of those catches. And then also, um, I, I, you know, I just think with our different wide receivers out there, we got a lot of different options to make plays. And this is a good 49ers team. Uh, you said Rager looked good making a couple of those catches. You're referring to the catch where he ran out of bounds and ran back in? Yeah, still, but I mean, hey, you know, I mean that that that's good play on the quarter, the cornerback from uh f- from uh the 49ers there, but he, you know, uh, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a good, you, you, got, good you gotta have but, you gotta have some wide receiver awareness, or else they're just gonna do that every time to you. Uh, do you know Jalen Rag- Rager's uh, stat line from today? Uh, <laughs> not too much. 
Okay, it's uh, two catches for five yards, longest four, and that's on five targets. So, yeah, that, I mean, all right. Well, that's not all right. All right, so you you know you, you got me on that point there. <laughs> But he I, he, he is explosive. Like that, I, that that kid, you know, we want him to be more confident. And, you know, I, I think we saw it there. And, and we, we saw Hurts, like, being willing to throw to him. I, I agree with you. But it doesn't matter if you're pulling uh, Nelson Aguilar, dropping the ball, or just running out of bounds and running back in bounds and having the play be fucked. Like, it just doesn't matter. And he'll get his opportunities. He'll do the damn thing. But Fair today... Fun. Two catches, five yards, five targets. No, it's got, it's okay. got to be more than that. That's that's not good enough. It's still simply not good enough. And and you look down the line. I mean, other than Quez Watkins, two catches, uh, 117 yards with going as 91. I mean, nobody had more than two catches. Uh, Goddard had two for 22. Kenneth Gainwell, two for 18. Devontae Smith, only two for 16. Zach Ertz, one for six. I mean, I think they're definitely, definitely underutilizing two tight end sets, specifically in the red zone. I think you should take advantage of Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz and their experience down there and at least, like, line up and pound the ball instead of running your fucking fake-ass Philly dick special. Uh, I think that, that, do that a better was job. That was really yeah. bad. I mean, Sirianni has to do a better job putting players in positions to make plays. But we said this coming in, and we appreciate it, Connor, uh, that the 49ers have the game plan and the book on Hertz after game one, and that is try to get him to throw deep. They covered everything underneath very, very well. They covered the screen passes and attacked and played from sideline to sideline very, very well. Only one deep ball got through, and that was the Quez Watkins. How many times did he throw deep today? He threw a deep a couple of times, and nothing really amounted from it besides that 91-yard bomb. So we'll see what happens going forward, but not great execution when it comes to the Eagles and the receivers and Hurts throwing. Jimmy. Jimmy, first time, long time. What do you got, Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. We're going to Doyle in three, two, one. Sorry about that one, Jimmy. Doyle. Doyle, first time, long time. Can you hear us? Doyle? All right. Looks like we're going to uh, going back to FUBAR calls. Oh, Doyle. How we doing, Doyle? Up, <laughs> oh, Dallas up 14-3 now, which is good. Okay, so, I mean, live bet the charges here. Dallas will blow it some way, somehow. Doyle, you're live, sir. Go ahead. Smitty, first time, long time. How you doing, bud? We're doing. We're doing. What's good? Oh, man, you know, it's a tough loss. You know, not, not a big moral victory guy. I don't think we can take many moral victories away from it. But I'm still pretty high on this team. Still a lot of good young talent. I think we played a good 49ers team uh, pretty close the entire game. What are your thoughts? I think they are who we thought they were coming into the year. They, they got us uh, pitching a tent to the moon. Last week on a very bad Atlanta team, who is actually giving the Buccaneers a game right now. They're only down seven in the second quarter. Uh, <clears throat> but the, the the 49ers are indeed a good team. They're a playoff squad. They are in the Super Bowl two years ago. The Eagles battled tough. They played hard. They gave it away in some aspects. But you can clearly see that the 49ers are a better team than the Eagles. And in the end, like... 
who are the Eagles better than <laughs> when, it's, when it comes down to it? I mean, you look at the East. Um, you, you know, I, I'll put them a, a, a nut hair above the, the Washington football team, maybe. I, I think Dallas right now, we'll see what happens today, but I think them, talent-wise, are, are the best team in the East. Giants stink, but what are the Eagles going to do in the end? And that was talking Doyle. Thank you, Doyle. <laughs> Good times. A couple more people coming through. Trevor. Trevor, first time, long time. Go ahead, good sir. Del Patterson with a touchdown. Jesus. What's up? What's, uh, just driving back from the game right now, in the car right now. Um, oh, God, that was a tough one. Um, Derek Barnett, get off my fucking football team with that undisciplined uh, penalty. Put, put your fucking head on. I've never seen a worse Philly special attempt I've ever seen in my life. That was horrendous. And I'll say this, the defense is going to have a show to be because Brandon Graham with the torn Achilles, Brandon Brooks. I am concerned right now, especially the offensive line, especially how bad the line was last year. I know Dickerson's our second-round pick. I should have a little favor, but I just really don't. Am I, am I crazy to say that, Smitty? Uh, no, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. They had stupid mistakes today. Injuries will be the downfall of this team. Uh, I mean, if, 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 I don't know if they can survive Brandon Graham's injury, to be honest with you, because this team is built on the offensive and defensive lines, and we'll see what happens to Brooks, but if their O and D line can't be top tier uh, in the NFL throughout the season, I mean, their max, which was, I guess, nine, ten wins, that ain't happening. No. Happening. So, I mean, what are we what are we doing here now? And then shout out to Brandon Graham. I hope eventually he comes back. But I mean, he's not he's not a string chicken anymore. <laughs> no. And he's still signed here. Like, what, 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 what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Where do we get from here? Right, you gotta let Hurts ride it out. Absolutely. Left and right. You take it as it comes. And uh, I mean, we'll see what happens next week. They beat Dallas in Dallas next week. No matter if the Dallas Cowboys win today in, in L.A. against the Chargers. I mean, we're, we're back on the horse. One more other thing. One more other thing. Who let all these fucking Niner fans come into the fucking lake? Holy fuck. I don't know if you saw that. There's a shit ton of them. I, I didn't see how many there were, but, I mean, bandwagon rides deep. Yeah, um, congrats on going full-time at Barstool, first time, long time. He's a long-time listener <laughs> from the old Colin Phones shows. Um, it's glad to see it happen. It's been Appreciate proud, Appreciate Proud of you guys. Proud. Thank you. I, I, I mean, didn't uh, McGlintley, whatever his name is, the tackle, go to the prep? He probably gave out like 100 tickets. Anybody else from the 49ers? Local? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Jimmy. Jimmy's back. Jimmy's back. What's up, Jimmy? First time, long time. Yeah, hey, Smitty. Thanks for having me on. I think I got confused with a different Jimmy, but either way, I think, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we were controlling the whole, you know, first half. I think, you know, we got exposed a little bit on the offensive line. I think they were really getting into Jalen's head and, and stuff like that, but we had some good game, you know, 
a few performers like Quez Watkins had a great game. Obviously, the 91-yard catch is unbelievable. Um, Jalen Rager, you know, almost had that great touchdown, but he got pushed out of bounds. I think on defense, you know, we held up pretty good. I think we got a little cute on uh, the end of the second half, and I think that kind of just shifted the whole momentum of the game. Um, you know, we, we were controlling the ball. We were controlling the defense. And then, uh, you know, two, two fourth and ones you, you, you fail to convert is really tough to come over. We have that, that tough fourth and goal. Um, you know, I, I think it's just small things, and I think that's maybe a little uh, inexperienced from Sirianni. But, I, you know, I think, you know, the team looks good at, from an overall perspective. I think we should view this as a game that we probably shouldn't have won. Or, or I think going into it, we think we, you know, wouldn't have won. But I think we showed up and, uh, you know, got to stay optimistic. We can beat the shit out of Dallas and Washington. So not worried about it at all. <laughs> I mean, that's that's wishful thinking. Thinking, uh, I mean, beat the shit out of Dallas and Washington. Uh, but uh, appreciate it, Jimmy. Uh, this game, he's right about one thing. This game solely could be on the uh, on, on on the shoulders of Nick Sirianni and his inexperience. Uh, his play calling was not there today. And uh, if he executes the way he is expected to, first year coach or not, they might be dancing to a different tune right now. But we'll see about that. Uh, Desnardo. Desnardo. Got a couple more coming through, then we'll call it call it a wrap for the Phillies sweeping the Mets tonight, baby. Why not? What's up, Desnardo? Desnardo? <laughs> you got three seconds, Desnardo. Three, two, one. Bam. Desnardo. Colin. Colin, first time, long time. Uh, all right, I got a couple things to say. Shout. I'm worried about Devontae Smith, bro. I don't think he's that good. I know it's only week two, but he for real looked way too small out there. He was not making plays on the ball where he needed to. I thought Jalen looked all right, but what I really want to know is why the fuck is J.J. Arcega-Whiteside still on this goddamn team? I don't think he has a target yet, bro. We got Travis Fulgham dicking around on the practice squad. We need somebody that can catch the fucking ball. Like, well, well, to, to your point, you didn't see J.J. Artega Whitesack stock block on that two-point conversion? Come yeah, on. fuck that. Yeah, we got tight ends, Smitty. Come on. <laughs> Who else is going to perform like that as a second-round pick after? You think D.K. Metcalf? Bro, throw fucking Jordan like Mailata out of wide out. He'll rape him, bro. <laughs> That's actually not a bad call. I would not mind Jordan Mailata <laughs> every single position out there. But you do have a point about Devontae. Uh, the passes, especially with him in – in in this kind of congestion, he really didn't like make those plays. Yeah, that. he he it, wasn't getting enough separation, and then like when it came time where he needed to make a play on the ball and be physical for it, he just couldn't do it. He couldn't hang in there. I exactly. think that's a legitimate that, concern. That was one of his critiques coming out of Alabama. Is Alabama essentially schemed for him to basically get wide open in some space? And he can do what he does best, and that's boogie around. Near uh, Nick Sirianni, uh, he's going to need the kind of game plan for Devontae Smith like it was at Alabama, like it kind of was last week a little bit, uh, in order for him to have success early on because you're, you're exactly right. Like when he was going up and it's contested, like he really doesn't have a chance. Yeah, 
And like even with the with the play calling us here, like he had a Madden playbook out there. It was all screens and deep routes. Like yeah. throw something intermediate, bro. Get 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 us fucking Goddard and Nerds involved. Like I like, I mean we're run one of those Chip Kelly uh crossing routes where they slap hands in the middle and end up yeah, exactly, off. Like exactly. guys, with the people who have speed like Rager, Quez and uh and Devonta, like it's not it doesn't need to be just north and south. And you can get some crossing patterns and you just get it run in exactly. space and get that yak, baby. Uh, fucking four yards, three yards at a time. Like it's not that hard. I don't know why we're fucking doing bullshit all the time. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. I think with Sirianni being inexperienced, I think he saw what worked last week against the Dickless Falcons and tried to recreate that again yeah, this week. I, and unfortunately, I, against a good team, it just didn't work, which worries me. I think over time, Sirianni will be cool. I think he'll figure it out. I feel the same way about Jalen. Devontae, I'm scared about. I, our defense, I don't know what's going to happen without BG. I think they'll still be decent. But I, I definitely agree. I, I was pretty high on them at least competing to win the NFC East, but I don't know anymore after we'll today. See. We'll see. Thank you, Colin. And we'll see with, with, with BG going down. I mean, you get one more injury on that D-line. Uh, you're, you're asking a lot from, from Hargrave and, and Fletcher and Whiteside. Uh, you're just asking a lot for them to just <laughs> pick up BG slack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got Childess, ch- Childless, Childess, Jesus Christ, Smith. Childless Gambino. What's up, Childless? First time, long time. All right, so I'd ask, I just want to say, what were the expectations for the Eagles coming into the season? And I honestly don't think that they're that far off after today's game. I think a lot of Eagles fans, uh, including myself, we got a little bit of our head of a little bit of ahead of ourselves after the Falcons game. And then, I mean, it's not that it's not like the 49ers are a bad team. And everybody's saying that like the Lions came back on them. I think uh, for the majority of the 49ers Lions game, the 49ers just took the took the gas off. Well, you're. When you ask expectations coming into the season, I mean, it depends who you talk to. You talk to some, like, Howie Ball washers, and uh, they were saying 12 wins. Uh, you talk to, you know, the more realistic ones. You know, I'd say, like, 7-8 was kind of the expectations. I was on the more contrarian side of that. I said uh, the over-under was 6.5. I think they'd be right around that, maybe 6 or 7. Uh, trending higher side now. But you're, you're right. They look They look definitely better than I thought they would be coming into the season. But when you when you gauge, like, where you need to be to, to get back to that Super Bowl contending uh, team or just, like, consistently win the NFC East, which is dog dick, um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know right now. I, I like how they come out and fight. Like, I, I think Sirianni has them ready to play. But even Sirianni was was outcoached today. He was outmanned. Hurts, yeah. Hurts, at least not yet, can't take over a game by himself. Uh, I think he eventually might be able to do it. But I mean, if he if he did that today, if he took over today's game and led them to a victory some way somehow, he would be uh, the franchise quarterback like naked on the spot. But he didn't. So anyway, with the with the D line like. 
Brandon Graham going down, like they're, they're aging the D line. The linebackers have been overachieving, but they're small. And then you don't know like what you're going to get full time out of them. Uh, the secondary is, is riddled with like one year contracts with Andy Harris and uh, Nelson. And you know, how many years of Slay have left? Like, I don't know. I don't know long term. I think they're doing enough to, to compete possibly this year for a division title, but it's kind of like the Phillies. It's like the Phillies win the NL East. What the fuck are they going to do after that? It's yeah. like a dog trying to catch a car that's been chasing. Like, when it gets there, doesn't know what it's going to do with itself. It's going to get run over in the playoffs. I mean, but, like, that was always the expectations. I feel like, realistically, you know, I, I thought the Eagles would, you know, can compete in the NFC East. I still think they can, but, I mean, the NFC East stinks. So, like, they're, they're just the best of a group of bad teams. I honestly think the Eagles are significantly better than the Giants and the Washington football team right now. Uh, Dallas would be the only team that I would say would give the Eagles problems. And I still think that's a, a coin flip, honestly. I don't think Dallas is – I think the Eagles can still beat Dallas, and I absolutely think they can beat the Giants or Washington. And then I, I don't see any team in the NFC East making any moves in the, in the, in the postseason. So – I think everybody just overreacting. I think it's just more so we, we just beat up on a bad Falcons team. But you want to, you, you're supposed to beat up on the bad teams and then compete with the good teams. And I thought the Eagles did that today. Uh, I, I think, I don't know, I, I, think, I think everybody overreacting is just, it, it's a little too much. I, I didn't think the Eagles were going to, I thought they were going to go about 7-10 seven and, seven and ten this year. Eight and nine, which could possibly win the NFC East. But other than that, yeah, like... I think the Eagles are fine. Obviously, the the injuries to Graham and and Brooks are are shitty, but well, uh, that's 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 going to be the thing. And we appreciate the call, childless. Uh, that that's going to be the thing going forward. If if those injuries start mounting up, then they're in bad bad trouble. Really, really deep shit. All right, two more, two more, and we're calling it calling it a show. Chargers just scored on the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to blow that one. Man, I wish I left a live bet that when I was 14-3. All right, do you. Do you. It's good. It's do yourself panties, my man. Do yourself panties. Okay. <laughs> First time, long time. What you got? People have been watching Jalen Hurts now for for four or five years play football at the highest level in college, now in the NFL. He is who he is. He's not a Josh Allen that was found in, in a backwater that, that was never exposed to, to high-level coaching or training. He's been exposed to that for, for five years plus now. So he, he is who he is. He's a 50% 50, 50 passer. I mean, ninety. you take away the bomb, 99 yards. I think three or four completions in the second half. That's abysmal. That is abysmal. And now he didn't turn the ball over. So that that, that is one plus for him. But he basically – for Jalen Hurts to win – football games in the NFL, he basically needs the defense to be great, the line to be great, the receivers to be great, the running backs to be great, and the coaching to be great. He needs everything around him to be great. He he's not he's not gonna tip the scales in, in our favor. I don't know what you I, think about you're that. not you you you're not wrong with the, his track record. I do agree with that. Um he did have eighty two yards on the ground today and touchdown. I mean that's Speaking for something, you are right with the fact that would take away the 91-yard bomb. He also, uh, he would have 99 yards. But again, you add the Jalen Rager touchdown, he has like 250 yards. Uh, 
So I mean, it goes it goes both ways. You you are right that he needs help and he he can get exposed and he might not be uh, be put on this pedestal that a lot of people are, are putting him on. I mean, there was a reason why he was benched at halftime during the national championship game. I hate to keep going back to that for the poor quid, but I mean, there was there, there's a reason for that. <laughs> you aren't just benched. Hello. After the full like season, no, you're you're still here, do you, Panties? You're still here. Uh, no, it, this this Twitter thing is pretty cool, but it, it kind of goes in and out. They don't have the tech 100 percent dialed in yet, but it is pretty cool. I agree. I agree. But I basically. Um, I agree. Well, what what were you saying at the end of your what were you saying at the end of your point there? I missed. I, it. I, I said there was a reason why he was benched at Alabama at halftime in national championship game. Yes, like. The track yes. record, and there's a re- there's a reason why the the Oklahoma qu- other Oklahoma quarterbacks Murray and yes, Baker went number one overall, and he went in the second round. Yes. I mean, there there's absolutely a reason for that, and if, if they want to be successful this year with Jalen Hurts, and they, maybe they don't see him as the the long term answer, if they want to make this year interesting for us, they need to have him run the ball, take some hits. You know, you don't have to be concerned if his body's going to hold up long-term because he's probably not the long-term solution. Let him take hits to, to move the ball up and down the field and basically, you know, play offense that way. Let the defense keep you in the game, and, and hopefully you can uh, you can steal a couple against these good teams. Yeah, and do your panties. Appreciate it. I mean, you're, you're right about one thing. He might be what, uh, what he always has been, but I'll tell you what, when you invest the second-round pick in him and are forced to anoint Jalen Hurts as your franchise quarterback – People, people are are gonna want to drink the Kool Aid and believe. And I'll tell you what, I still kind of drink it. I want to be, I want to be all hyped up on him. I want to do that. I want him to grow a pair and and come back in games like today and just completely take over the games. But I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be that guy. He he is worried about one thing. He is gonna need all the help that he can get. All the help that he can get. What's up, the Italian? So, Smitty, first time, long time. I kind of want to go off that last call because I'm on the same mindset where I'm seeing a quarterback. I'm seeing a good quarterback. I'm not seeing a great quarterback. And if you don't have someone that can throw your receivers open or throw the ball downfield, I think we have a big problem ahead of us. The defense is one thing where they're playing as good as they can and we have to deal with a lot of injuries. But on offense, if you can't get the running game going besides Jalen Hurts doing what he, whatever he can with his legs, if he can't throw that, that ball downfield, I think we have big problems ahead of us. Hey, I mean, this season, they weren't expected to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you just got to let that good quarterback maybe potentially develop into a great quarterback. And if it does, great. He's your franchise. If not, then you need to make the decision, which is kind of why, like, I wasn't against them signing like Anthony Harris to a uh, the deal to, to boost the defense or uh, do, like bring back Jason Kelsey instead of trade him to like the Chiefs and give him another chance at a title. Or, or like I was against them not training Zach Ertz because there's no point in Zach Ertz being on the fucking team right now making the money he's making as a 31-year-old. If you're not even going to fucking use him. I am against Well, that's where I have to differ with you because I think Zach Ertz absolutely deserves a spot on this roster because as Jalen Hurts, with Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, he's a dink and dunk quarterback with legs. I'm saying he doesn't deserve a spot on a roster, but there's no point in keeping him 
and his money if you're not going to fucking use him. Oh, no, no, I agree with you on that point. If you're not going to use him, then yes, we should have absolutely got rid of him. But if he's on this roster, we have to utilize those hands. But they're not. But they're not. And and, and you're going to put yourself in a purgatory situation on, hey, Jalen Hurts just needs another year. Yeah, he just needs to grow again another year. And all of a sudden, it's five years down the line. Now, Roseman's still the fucking GM, and we're stuck here with our dicks in our hands, not knowing what to do. My dick's been in my hands for years now, waiting for Howie Roseman to fucking leave this team. I mean, the guy, he was on our thank you and fuck you list for a reason. The only person to make both lists. I mean, he did get us a championship, <laughs> but he did drive us into a ditch, and now he's trying to drive us out. And he's not letting go of that wheel. But appreciate it. Good call. Uh, a couple more going in. And w- let it be known, anytime we're talking shit on Howie Roseman, we're talking shit on Jeffrey Lurie. That's the end-all, be-all to the misery of what we have gone through and have possibly are going to go through. It's all Jeffrey Lurie playing Madden with this franchise and keeping Howie Roseman around and allowing <clears throat> excuse me, allowing his ego to just – Run rampant through this franchise. Hey, Smitty, how's it going? Oh, it's going, baby. What you got? Hey, man, so let's, uh, I don't know, I, I jumped in a little late. Let's talk about that fourth and goal call. What do you all think about that? That, that was just... I, we, yeah, I mean, we went over it a bunch of times. I mean, it, was, it wasn't good. It was abysmal. I mean, you're going to try to run this half-ass Philly special on fourth down when you have Jalen Hurts. Uh, the dynamic weapon in the red zone? Are you trying to roll him out and give him a couple options and then maybe tuck tail and run? Instead, you run a triple reverse. The college quarterback with Jalen Hurts as your only receiving option is embarrassing. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. Okay, if you guys already covered it, then that was good. I want to jump in. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Okay. Yeah, not good. Appreciate it, Jet. Uh, Zeke, we got Zeke and Ben, and we'll call it a night. What's up, Zeke? We got to Zeke. First time, long time. Let's dance. Hey, man. Dude, all I got to say is, I don't know, two weeks in, I still have a lot of, a lot of faith in this team. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm one of the few. But at the same time, it's just, well, right now, we're looking back at, like, the Falcons, how we dismantled them. And they're still, they're in a game right now with Tampa Bay, which Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. And the Niners, too, yeah, we yeah. can't knock them off. They almost got come back by the Lions and shit like that. But still, like... I don't know. Yes, we're, uh, there's things that we hit and miss on. Obviously, Devontae Smith, I would love to see him make big plays, but I feel like that's coming. That's coming, you know. It's We're waiting for that, but I don't know. I still have faith. I, it's, it's a long season now, 18 weeks, you know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, the the Falcons are down 21-3. Right oh, now they are. Uh, okay. <laughs> Last time I checked, they were, so, <laughs> it was a little less than that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Falcons are the Falcons. I mean, we're, we're not going to be able to anoint this team as champions or, or bury them after week two. The only thing no, that I can't, can't see and say right now is the Brandon Graham injury is devastating. It and, kills us, uh, yeah. The Brandon Brooks injury, uh, we'll see how that is, but that is also not good. So uh, if those two, if Brandon Brooks is out again for a substantial amount of time, I mean, it's going to hurt them. And their schedule. Uh, we announced it earlier. They're at Dallas, at home against the Chiefs. They're at the Panthers, who look fucking good. They're home yeah. against the Bucks, and then they're at the Raiders, who look fucking good. I mean, there's a legitimate chance that this team could be one and six if they're not careful. Yeah, 
If they're not careful. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. I Put it, put it this way. They could be <laughs> one and six if they're not careful. I I don't see how they're three and three after six games. Yeah. After, no. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, I just don't see it. And if you're happy yeah. to be two and four, I mean, mm. I can't any one of these games. If you're happy to be two and four, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Yeah. Another thing, too, do you think that Dickerson's going to get a lot more time then? I mean, at right guard, if Brooks is out, like, if are they going to put him in, try to, you know? They better. He has he, he has talent, and he's a second-round pick for a reason. Like, what's the point of not, not yeah. playing him? I mean, granted, he's never, like, played, like, a full year, unfortunately. But, I mean, you're not just going to have him sit on the bench and have Herbert come in and be that guy. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. We got Ben checking in right now. <clears throat> it's the final caller. What's up, Ben? First time, long time. Yeah, what up, Smitty? First time, long time here. I just I don't love all the Jalen Hurts hate, and I mean it's the second game he's a starter this year. I mean I I think he played pretty well. Let's talk about how much we're running the ball. I mean I feel like you got to establish the run. That's fine, but we're we're alternating between two of. Very similar play style backs. You got Gainwell coming in with speed. It's not like Sanders isn't speed and agility. I mean, I could, I could see it if you're coming in with like a, a big brute force third down back, but I didn't really like the play calling today at all. I feel like this one might not have been on Jalen Hurts as everyone's as ready to quick to point fingers here. I mean, you got that fourth down and goal play call. That was pretty abysmal. We already called that, so let's not even go there. But, I mean, if you're going to use these backs, get them out in the slip screen, maybe dump them the ball. Get the offensive line moving a little bit. I mean, we're getting beat on the offensive line. I don't know. I just didn't like the play call today. A lot of runs. I mean, we're going deep or we're going short. I didn't see anything across the middle. Let's talk about J-Jaw. I mean, bring back <laughs> Fulham, man. Come on. I appreciate it, Ben. And you are correct. Play calling sucked. Nick Sirianni sucked. It's not all Jalen Hurts. They need to be put in positions to make plays and win. They were last week. They're a young team. They're not going to be able to take over games. And Nick Sirianni did not put them in position to win the game today. Point blank. The defense did. Gannon did a good job. The offense, no. And that's on Nick Sirianni. And that wraps it up for today. We'll be back midweek with Roan. Couple more, you know, a couple more. But we're just going to calm down, show a little more rational midweek. I thought today was pretty rational. I mean, they're not, the, they're not a great team. They're not a bad team.